0: of archers of the north i am ice isaac Johnson. welcome by some guests we have i mean let's just get right to it we have a special guest today josh is
1: out we have a man that needs no introduction
0: yep and replaced him with whom who
1: what up a man who needs no introduction oh i didn't i didn't introduce him at all so there it is oh.
2: Um, well, what's up? It's me, Chalenga. <laughs> what a what a for what a you,
0: Yeah, for those of you who don't know, which is none of you, because all of you who listen went to Luther and know Chalenga. But for those of you who don't know Chalenga, um, he has, well, I hear he's a blog boy now, and we can talk about that in a second. But he also has his own podcast uh, called Coast to Coast. He's a Timberwolves insider um john krasinski or whatever that guy's name is i hear he's your cousin uh darren wolfson is your dad Mm -hmm. um and uh (laughs) so chalenga tell us about tell us about about that stuff
2: yeah so i've been doing coast to coast for a couple of years now me and my guy dylan carlson who also went to luther uh started it about two years ago and just recently i got Uh, added to the zone coverage team zonecoverage.com they cover minnesota local sports and the packers unfortunately Uh, (laughs) oh yeah we like that (laughs) yeah and i started as one of their lead timberwolves writers so i'm writing once sometimes twice a week um i just had an article come out today all about anthony edwards and how he's not actually a guard he is a small forward
0: sweet And so today we are its
1: it's good stuff. Thank you. Yeah, we're going to
0: use that basketball mind of Chilinga's because we don't have any basketball knowledge ourselves, and we're (laughs) going to talk about a lot about the Wolves. I'm sure Kyle asked you about the Bucks. I don't know what do do you know much about the Bucks.
2: Me oh sorry you said Kai so I was like Kai do you know about the Bucks but of course I love that yeah I know I know something yeah. about the Bucks Dylan and just I just put, got done potting about the Bucks so I, I'm ready to rock on that put a, put a really
3: long moo noise during that transition I, they won't know what happened so, really quick Darren Wolfson and John Krasinski are related I did not know that that's yeah, actually surprising. what I took away from that opener this,
1: I think there's kinda like not to get into it, you know, to start with <laughs> best joke. But but that seems to <laughs> right? Like all, all the Timberwolves reporters are, are linked and now, you know Man, I don't wanna pull the nepotism card on you, Shalanga, but that, that doesn't sound it doesn't seem
2: Look, just because how you wanna get into the industry just because I'm <laughs> doesn't mean that there's nepotism <laughs> here, okay? Like, chill. Let's chill out, okay? Uh, so
3: we're uh, hosting this pod, or what are we <laughs> feeling
2: about this uh, pod? Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. Quick um, <laughs> question. Before we get going, I need to know. Can, can I swear? Is this like a clean pod? Can I – because I do have a little bit of a foul mouth, so
3: uh, – I'm so the main reason that we have chosen not to swear is because our occupations involve children, all uh, four of
2: us. Oh, mine too. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah.
3: you know, I think, well, I think yeah. that being said, I have no issue associating with someone who swears. I, I really feel like if someone's going to fire me because a man on my podcast swore, I want that job <laughs> anyway. So I'm, I'm cool with it personally.
0: All right. I mean, if yeah. you want to take that farther, if someone's gonna fire me for swearing on my own pod too, then but that's that's a whole different discussion. Uh, okay, cool. cool. Uh, I
2: will. I I won't be disgusting, but I might let something slip
0: here and there. That's fine. <laughs> Can Can you, you, do? That you
2: sounds
3: Josh the uh,
0: way you say. <laughs> Josh slips. Josh puts in uh some some bleeping noises, which I, to me I, that's only good. So okay, I'm cool. gonna you know I'm gonna throw it out there right now. <laughs> so then we write down then we write Ooh, down what that is.
1: Yeah. Right this was a, uh, you know, So yeah. bleep that too. All
0: right, yeah, there we Come go. All us, right. Josh. <laughs> so the direction for Kai, you you kind of made us our little what what are we doing tonight?
1: Oh boy. We, we <laughs> Well, if you've ever tried to recap an entire off season in one podcast, uh the the NBA off season has transpired in like a 4-day span instead of, you know, the three-month span, and we're going to try and hit quite a bit of it on this podcast today. Uh, We're all NBA fans, but we figured we'd bring on an expert in Chalanga here, someone who writes about basketball, someone who watches basketball, and frankly, someone that knows a heck of a lot more than us (laughs) to to break down uh, some of the latest moves. Um, So I guess the the first segment, just kind of a way to ease in here, I thought we could kind of go roundtable around the room maybe just saying what has been the thing in the NBA that's surprised you the most a, a lot of weird deals have happened some draft picks have, have gone down and uh some crazy trades so like I guess I'm curious if there's any great takeaways um and Chalanga as, as our guest if you know the, the floor is yours if, you, if you'd like to open with something that's uh got, got you feeling some kind of way yeah can we NBA. take a
2: minute to talk about Gordon Hayward Cause I like, I'm sure you guys yeah. are familiar that he signed a hundred and twenty
1: million dollar contract with Charlotte. Yep. Like what? <laughs> that- <laughs> For Gordon Hayward, like like injured, like like this isn't 2016 Gordon, right? Right.
2: No, I mean is- he hasn't played a full season, and I mean since he uh, broke his ankle, like that was he he's been consistently getting injured since then. Um. But this is like such typical Charlotte, you know, they, if, if you remember in 2016, they signed Nick Batum to that insane $100 million contract yep. with a player option on the last year who they just waved and stretched. So they're going to be paying him for like five more years. <laughs> it, they, they are luckily, like they're insane. Go ahead. Go ahead.
0: Well, well, luckily they have, they're going to be paying that contract while they're also paying a much better player in Gordon. Wait, in <laughs> Gordon Hayward? <laughs> Oh my! So, and I think Kai's point is like so. Twenty sixteen, Gordon would If you throw the bag at him, he's twenty six, right? Mm. He is coming off a twenty two point season or twenty two points per game season. He's he's efficient. You know, he's a he's a facilitator kind of. Um, but but these these days, uh, it's not just, so it's much. sad.
1: I mean, it's sad for Gordon. And, and like you say, Charlotte, it just seems like the franchise where, like, elite role players just go to die on terrible contracts. <laughs> <laughs> like, Batum was useful on Portland, but you don't pay him 100 mil. I, I, I feel like, the, don't they have, like, Bismack, Bionbo? They got, anyone who's ever been overpaid just ends up on Charlotte. It seems like that's just the way, they're like, well, we gotta fill cap space. So, like, here here's a guy.
2: Yeah, I blame it 100% on Michael Jordan. I, I think that he has crying Jordan. oh my god he has way too much say in that front office it's
1: like it's, yeah. it's obvious
2: like these are not moves like the, the moves are consistent with one person's mind and that mind is Michael Jordan great on the basketball court bad in the front office
0: I'm pretty sure I saw a quote where Michael Jordan said they stretched Nick Batum's contract and I took that personal
2: <laughs> oh <laughs> <laughs> oh man oh man
0: oof Hopefully he well, doesn't listen to the pot. Yeah. Um well, well, so Kai <laughs> Kai, you posed the question. Who do you have an idea? I, what was your most
1: surprising moment? So this isn't like something that crazy, but but to me it's just been weird. So we've seen this the Warriors had this whole renaissance of um three and D spacing the floor, like it's become more of a small man's game, but for some reason on this free agent market, backup centers and like fringe centers are just getting paid. And I don't mean like max money, but like Tristan Thompson just got paid like 15 mil to to go, (laughs) go to Boston. Uh, Robin Lopez just got the full MLE. From Washington. Serge Ibaka got a nice deal. Granted, Serge Ibaka is a good player, but like a lot of Mason Plumley got paid. Like a lot, of, a lot of like, I don't quite get it. I appreciate like you need someone to rebound, but I, I don't quite see what all these teams are seeing and like. Centers suddenly becoming like, you know what, we need we really got to pay up for this dude that's going to get us like three garbage baskets a game and like crash the glass. I
3: feel like the the key point is the start of that, right? Which is backup centers. I feel like the NBA has gone away from the center in the starting lineup, right? And the center in the closing lineup, but I feel like they're just so there is only so many good scorers and shooters that like a, a lot of weird things happen in the backup roles, right? It's why Jamal Crawford was so amazing for so long, right? It's why like the sixth man of the year is never a starter, right? It's like a weird award because a lot of odd things happen once you take out the top five people on both teams. And so I think that's an environment where, you know, trying to scheme a center out with your six through 10 guys is a little bit harder, you know, and that's where they can actually kind of feast. They're not as good anymore in starting lineups unless you're like Jokic or, a uh, cat. Um. But, but I. But I feel like that backup <laughs> yes. role, like backup, just lineups are weird enough that you just have a very good physically dominant player that can make it when you take out the really really good ones. I would that, be. That,
1: that's fair. If if you if you're just getting crushed on screens by like a 280 pound human with like your 220 pounds, you know, three man. Like I, I, I. get it. Um. But 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 nonetheless, I I was surprised those guys mm-hmm. were people avoiding getting vetmins. Um, but yeah, like you say, it's probably just supply and demand, and there's only so many, so many big boys around.
2: You know, right. that's like that's so weird to me because it's like, like Nerlens Noel got like five million in New York, and it's like, is Nerlens Noel any worse than Mason Plumley? Like, I don't, I don't think so. You know, I feel like right or Derek, or Har- Harry Giles Harry didn't Giles. get paid much, yeah. and he's
1: athletic, and it's, it's like they don't like athletic centers. It's like
0: right, yeah.
1: I um, mean, if
2: I was running a front office. First of all the team I was running would probably be pretty bad. I just want to put that out <laughs> up front. <laughs> but I would want to spend those those MLEs, those, you know, those flyer contracts on some wings because like that seems to be where the NBA mm. is heading. These like multi-positional mm-hmm. wing players.
3: Big so, bowl um, of wings.
2: Yeah, me. I, mm, give me I'm, I'm a vegan, mm. but I would love me a big bowl of wings.
3: The hickory smoked barbecue wings. Oh, hmm.
0: Behave yourself in front of our guests. I'm
3: sorry, that's on me. That <laughs>
0: we are all vegans today.
2: <laughs> we're all
3: vegans I, today. I. <laughs> can I swear? Yeah, you can say all the swear words, but just don't talk about meat.
0: <laughs> we're gonna bleep that uh, with the, with a the cow. <laughs> um Jesse, what? You go. You go next, because I, I have a transitionary one. What? What do you? What were you surprised by? I think I think it was twofold.
3: I think I was one. I was surprised to hear that. I mean, it hasn't happened yet, but I was surprised to hear the rumors of basically just blow it up, Houston. You know, like uh, <laughs> like it hasn't happened yet again. But like, I guess I thought like I, I don't know what they think. I don't know what Houston thinks. I don't know what those stars think. If like, you know, you're. I guess again, yeah. If Westbrook's goal is just to be the number one, then he should leave. But if, if your goal is to win a championship, I don't know if it happens if you stay. But like, it just kind of seemed like it's weird to hear like a fringe contender like that. Just, just try and completely blow, like not like try to revamp it, but it feels like if they were going to move on, it was just going to be to complete. I don't know. Hasn't happened yet. That was just weird to hear those rumors. And then my second one was just happy moment. Tulanga, I think you're an intelligent man. I think that you're, you're very well-spoken and that you have a lot to say, but if you don't agree, With the return of Ricky Rubio being a top five moment in Timberwolves history, then I don't want to hear you for the rest of the pod because I love (laughs) Ricardius Rubio, and that was so great. I was so happy to see his name return to a Timberwolves tweet.
2: So that was my favorite moment for sure. I'm a big fan of the Ricky Rubio move. I think Uh, – and mainstream media is kind of crushing the wolves for that, but like as wolves fans, as Rubio fans, mm-hmm. nothing else matters. Like and we Rubio's do not follow home. that fake news noise. We no, do not. We, don't. <laughs> <laughs> we really don't. R- Rubio's home. We got our boy Ricky, and like we're happy now. Mm-hmm. It's it feels really good. Um, in regards to that Houston Rockets team, yo, that is so mm-hmm. wild. So. Like, the, like, the, the, the path of the Rockets, right? James Harden tries to do it on his own. He can't do it on his own. So, they go get Chris Paul. Chris Paul and James Harden get really close. They're, like, one Chris yeah. Paul away from making the finals. Mm-hmm. Chris Paul, you know, kind of ages out of it. So, Daryl Morey makes one last swing, gets Russell Westbrook. Like, pushes the limits of what we've seen on a basketball court just to try to maximize James Harden's talent. And they can't do it. If I'm James Harden, I'm out of there yesterday. I'm like, look, yep. this, this ain't working. Daryl Morey, just like, I, I appreciate what he did, but what he left was a mess of a roster. It doesn't look like any other roster in the entire NBA. There was no big men, although they did just get Christian Wood. We'll see how good he is. Um, and, and Russell Westbrook is one of the hardest players to play with. James Harden is one of the hardest players to play with. So it makes sense that together they don't really Their coach match. left. They're going at, yeah. yeah I'm, so I'm. I'm excited for the Rockets to blow up. Hopefully, they can get some assets back from uh, all the assets they gave up to get Chris Paul and Russell Westbrook.
3: Hey, also Chilanga, don't you throw shade at Boogie? Boogie just signed with the Rockets. They got a oh, big yeah. man.
1: You I didn't see that. Mm-hmm. You heard it in your first.
3: You did point. not. This pod does not get released in nearly enough time for you to hear it here first. But
0: <laughs> you still, maybe some of these people, maybe heard it first.
2: But <laughs> on uh, a one-year non-guaranteed deal, that's like <laughs> really. They're
3: right, we'll,
1: all
2: in on Boogie.
3: Yeah, we'll let you. We'll let you come play, but uh, we're gonna catch you at any given point. All
1: right, cool, 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 cool. cool. Let's do
2: this. In fact, we're gonna give you more money
1: so we can add you to a trade later. But it's it's great, Boogie. We we want you. We want you. Don't worry. Don't worry, bud.
2: Oh, yeah, that, I'm, I'm glad I'm not a Houston fan right now. It's going to be a, a long, long rebuilding process.
0: Hey, I mean, at least you'd have the uh, the Astros are in a good... Well, uh, <laughs> I mean, at least you'd have the, uh, the Texans are looking... Oh, oh. I mean... Oh, no. Um, so my thing was, uh, and this is kind of the transition here, Kai, uh, I was surprised there was a trade that was announced, um, and then that trade got a lot of fans very excited. Um, and then all of a sudden... The trade, uh, I I actually I'm gonna need some help with this guy. What what exactly <laughs> happened with Bogdan Bogdanovich um, Oh man, we're, 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 in his trade to the Milwaukee Bucks,
1: we're, we're we're digging into the wounds immediately. You know, one one tweet can really can, can move move a world. So so here here's you know that old adage, uh, if a tree falls in the forest but but no one's around to hear it does. Does, does anyone really, you know... Is it still hear?
3: considered deforestation? We've all heard it. We've all heard it. <laughs> <that.
1: laughs> this, this this was like, if, if you're cooking in your little cabin in the woods, and you leave your stove on, go for a hike, and come back to the whole forest on fire, <laughs> but, but somehow, like... <laughs> Part of your cabin is still there. The whole forest is burned down. The
3: whole, <laughs> Wait, everything is, is gone. anybody following this analogy right now? Not,
0: not really. No, but I him <laughs> to keep going, so I wish you hadn't interrupted. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> but what I'm trying to say is, is the whole world like, like it's making national news. This fire, I should add. Like this fire, like everyone is reporting on it, and, and you come back and you're like, oh wow, and, and uh, it's it's not great. So. The the, the, the the short end of it is this this bucks trade would have been amazing and uh I it, what's what's I think most frustrating to me is this trade for Bogdan Bogdanovich was such an easy win we just gave up Urson DJ Wilson and Dante so so really not much at all for a guy to be our fourth scoring option and the worst part the worst part it sat for 48 hours. So I, you know, I'd, I'd watched by that time, you know, at least 20 minutes of Bogdan highlights. I, I was already, you know, <laughs> myself. I had already emotionally invested as a fan. And I, I think that's the hardest part to get over is that whoever leaked it from, I, I assume from the Bucks, FO, it, like I, I'm sure the, the agent wanted it out there. So, you know, this, this, his agent's shady. He, he, he wanted to uh, get a better deal for his guy. Um, but also the fact that we seemingly did it just for good press. After after we gave up a lot for Drew Holiday, it, it felt like it went zero to a hundred. Like you have Kevin O'Connor tweeting at like midnight, like oh the Bucks Bucks are closing in on potential, you know, or like using language that wasn't quite final. And then Woj just drops the bomb, um, and, and suddenly it's it's spoken into existence. So really, I guess my question is. Is Woj's what Woj's word is the law? Does does this change that moving forward now? Like, and and two, uh, what? Well, why are the Bucks so bad at tampering? Yeah, that's that's <laughs> those are <laughs> those are that's that's what I got out of this. It's it's a uh, it's it's a bummer. Um, and it feels like a it feels like a huge lost opportunity, and it makes our off season that actually has been decent feel really sad. So. I don't know. I just want
0: to contextualize this just a little bit for Cholinga and whoever's listening. Kai in the in the chat that we have is like equating this like loss of this trade to Giannis is leaving now because this happened and that's I feel like that's at least half of your sadness right Kai like well, the franchise is doomed now because we don't have Bogdan Bogdanovich. I, I,
1: I've, I've walked it back a little bit because that, yeah that, that, that is overreaction <laughs> it's just baiting with, the, baiting with the headline that he surmises it Giannis is as, as our own uh, Life of Kai uh, reported actually five days ago Giannis is planning on signing the Supermax and though he tweeted that moments after the Bogdan <laughs> trade I, I'm still sort of confident in it i i, I um yeah man I, I think i think what it what sucks is it's like it's like this is such a critical summer it's like you really want to show Giannis. like yeah this is for sure the place you could build your legacy and then we we fumble and it wasn't even like the only thing we bumbled and fumbled this i don't know it's it's just not how you want to leave an impression on someone it would take blind loyalty beyond like <laughs> I don't even know, but um, yeah, yeah. Giannis is like one of those rare superstars that isn't caught up in like stereotypical stuff. So, never say never. Um, but it, it does not help.
2: I, I have a question for you. So, so the they they tried to go all in, right? They tried to get Drew Holiday and and, and Bogdan, and and if you have those five, that probably gives you the best starting lineup in the NBA. But. Part of going all in was trading what is essentially five first round draft picks. Now, if you're Giannis, how do you feel about mortgaging the entire future for Drew Holiday, who is a good player, but is like a one time all star and has gone as far as the second round of the playoffs Right on, on teams with Anthony Davis, too. Yeah, it's
1: it's like it's not like he didn't have talent, right? Like uh-huh. he played with AD. So my logic there, I guess, is uh, this is tear you have backed I'm actually going to defend the front office here for a second, which is not okay. where I, oh, yeah. is not where I thought I'd go. <laughs> I think from their perspective, yes, you would love to get a top 15 player to pair with Giannis and Chris Middleton. Name me that player that is available. Like possibly James Harden, it appears, but Giannis, Giannis and Harden hate each other, so I don't think Giannis would want that. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) They 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 don't like each other. The only other guy I could see being available that's a top fifteen player is Joel Embiid, maybe, and I don't think that fit really. That's just kind of clunky. So so then then I think as as a franchise, your next objective is all right. We just need to find a top thirty guy and hope Giannis with two top thirty players and Chris and Drew is enough. Kind of like the kind. It's kind of honestly like the Raptors twenty nineteen blueprint with Kawhi, right? Kawhi, Lowry, Van Vliet becoming like Steph Curry times five, and you know you just you have a few studs, uh, one superstar and a few studs, and hope it's enough. Um, so I don't know. Yeah, it's it's definitely not. I mean. For, and, and also, I guess I'll clarify, if you have Giannis on your team, those draft picks are picked, like, what, 25 through 30 every year? So, yeah. from his perspective, you know, you're adding, what, some dude who's going to be your 12th man every year? So, I don't know if he sees that the same way. Yeah, I don't true. know if stars are concerned with that. But So, so I don't know. You, you could take it two ways. You could see Giannis as being like, wow, they really are going all in for me. Or, or two, yeah, I guess if he is underwhelmed by Drew, I think it really, it'll, you know, it'll come out to play. Um, Cause, cause the thing is really, you don't even need, like the Bucks would have won the 2019 title had Bledsoe been like a league average point guard, even like, but he shot, I think 21% from three that series. Like he just could not live up to the moment. And if he had been, I don't know, name me a league. I don't even know who's like a league average starter, but like literally any like guy you could just get like 12 points plug in and like make it mm-hmm. make an open shot and they're they're in the finals. so yeah that, that was a long-winded way of saying i, I don't Bruh. know man. like yeah. I, I yeah I, I guess i just don't i don't know what they were supposed to do other like chris right. paul i guess you could argue like that was maybe the eh. one like i wouldn't i wouldn't i would be let if i were Giannis, mm-hmm. i would for sure leave because chris chris gives you i think a one-year window whereas i think drew gives you like
2: three but yeah, assuming he'll resign, which it seems like he will. And 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 I guess from my perspective, it's like, yes, you get this guy who is gonna be an upgrade, no doubt. Um, but it kind of limits your flexibility. So you're really locked in. Um, so let's hope it works. I will give credit to the uh-huh. Bucks that they did like messed the market way up so any star that wants to get traded <laughs> the price is gonna be crazy high yeah, if Drew, if, if Drew yeah. Holiday is going for five first round picks uh-uh no one's getting any stars no. this offseason. it's like it's it's shut down so right. at least they did that
1: yeah at least we mucked up we, we made our move and no one else can do anything yeah
0: yeah yeah by the it's like by the property James Harden's worth literally like your whole franchise yeah, you go he's right. worth He's worth ten times Drew Holiday, so that's let's see here fifty first round picks. Uh- <laughs> the only team that could maybe yeah. do it is is uh, Philly if they're willing to
2: throw Joel in. I think mm. that that could be that could be the one, right. Um, right? But other than that, I don't see any team having enough to get James Harden like that. What
0: I mean, we do know that shoot superstars that can't shoot are really good pairs for. Uh, Joel Embiid. So, uh, you should go for it, try it out. <laughs> go go get Joel.
1: No, I mean Brooklyn's been the team rumored with James, but like they they don't have like if Karis LeVert is the best player coming back in a trade, I'm not hyped for that return for a top four player right. in the NBA. Um so, right. yeah, I mean the the thing with the I really don't know how the Bucks managed cuz I think the only other teams I knew that were publicly trying to get Drew were Boston, who could offer like Gordon Hayward? Yuck, and you know they—they. They, I guess that's the thing. Boston just has picks for days because of that. Maybe that's what it was. It's just you're trying to compete with a team that has more draft picks than mm-hmm. players on their roster. But, um,
0: so I'm gonna cut us off here. We had—we didn't tell Chalenga how we usually do this. We take a little ad break. That's—they're totally real ads. Very real. Um and so we're going to take that break now and we will be right back to talk about your favorite team. Yep. The Minnesota Timberwolves. Oh.
3: <laughs> I purchased this ad break. I spent the money we normally charge our regular ad people for this ad break so that we could do a rapid fire questions with Chilanga. Anyone in this uh Kai Ice myself, you may ask a question. Chilanga, if you take more than 5 seconds to respond, you fail. Are you ready?
2: Oh, like if yeah, you could be a dog ready. breed, what
3: dog breed would you be?
2: Uh, Shitzu. Tzu. Shulink, go you're going to be. Oh,
1: oh. <laughs> We'll go to... I'll go first, and then Kai, and then Ice. So I went. Kai, okay. you're up. Oh, okay. So if you were going to be a beer, which beer would you be? Uh,
2: I would be a falling knife, uh, cumulonimbus. Cumulonimbus. It's a tropical fruit sour. <laughs> cloud. Oh, you.
0: like, ice, you're up. Wow. Uh, boxers or briefs?
2: Oh, I'm a boxer brief dude. Ooh, yeah, that's not an option. Guy. All right, go on. You only get to
3: eat one thing for the rest of your life. What are you eating?
2: Uh, pizza, mm. for sure. Okay.
1: You're on a desert island. You can choose three items to bring, not non-food. What are you What are you bringing?
2: Uh, I'm bringing a PlayStation, a Wi-Fi router, and uh, a friend.
0: <laughs> 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 Who is no, your... uh, Tell us about your intramural basketball team in your sophomore year of college. Uh, oh. I had
2: I had the one and only Isaac. Um, I had who else was on it? Drew. Drew B. Uh, Drew B was on
0: it. He and then uh uh well, Andrew you, you Pruitt, Pruitt was on it. Oh so Andrew guys, Pruitt was on it. Hell yeah. yeah! What a weird team for for yeah. five on five.
1: We we combined. It, it was you, oh yeah. You guys joined our time. team.
0: Yeah, it was.
2: I didn't this play that is- much with your team, though. I, I like I, I was really busy in that section, so I think I only played like one game with your team. I will say I have gotten way better at basketball since college. So like Ooh, I'm, I'm, I'm I'm sorry that I uh, contributed to losing so heavily uh, in those intramural days. We um, all contributed. So. <laughs> <laughs> you're
3: Jesse, forced to be, be right? a die, you're forced to be a diehard of the Knicks or the Hawks. I mean, sorry, the Knicks or the Hornets.
2: Oh, I'm, oh, that's tough. I'm going Knicks. Oh, they got the history. Or, they got yeah, history.
3: We're going to name this pod. Chilang is a fan of the Knicks, just
2: FYI. <laughs> oh, no, please don't. That's so embarrassing. <laughs> Kai, Kai Ice, <laughs>
3: let's
1: finish her off. Uh, what's your favorite season?
0: Uh, I'm a fan of the summer. Ooh. Ooh. What's your favorite season of The Wire?
2: <laughs> um, I've only seen season one, so. <laughs> so there, it green. Nice. there it is. There
3: it is. We'll
0: be back after the.
3: <laughs> welcome to the ricky rubio segment 35 minutes of ricky rubio i'll say ricky and then they'll say rubio for 35 minutes ricky rubio
0: Ooh. okay we milked that as long as we could <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's run it down. All right. The the Minnesota Timberwolves, let's see here. The drafts happened first. Um, So the Minnesota Timberwolves drafted Anthony Edwards at number one. And then we did some weird stuff that involved trading down from 17 to pick up Leandro Bulmaro and Ricky Rubio. Well, actually, we picked up – it doesn't matter. We ended up with Leandro Bulmaro, Ricky Rubio, Jaden McDaniels, and Anthony Edwards. So, Chalanga, what did you think of – the draft, it was just all that stuff.
2: Yeah. Okay. So as it was happening, so before the draft, my worst nightmare, and I was very vocal about it, was mm-hmm. for the Wolves to draft Alexa Pokashevsky at seventeen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I I do not think that guy was going to play an NBA game. He is seven <laughs> foot one, hundred and seventy pounds. One hundred seventy pounds. Oh I'm I'm six foot four and I'm one eighty five. So he is uh, not NBA ready. Uh, and as the draft was happening, lo and behold, the wolves draft Alexis Pokashevsky at 17. And I freaked out (laughs) Dylan and I were live podcasting during it. And I had, I like got up, I walked away. I was like pacing around my house, just like so (laughs) viscerally upset that they would draft this fool. Um, but luckily Gerson Rosas plays chess, right? So he's thinking moves ahead. And, um, he was able to negotiate, uh, essentially trading seventeen thirty-three for and James Johnson for Ricky Rubio twenty-three and twenty-eight, which is like a pretty good value. I mean, Ricky Rubio is a, a, a an upgrade over James Johnson, um, and gives us some playmaking that we desperately need. Um, our backup point guard minutes were rough last year. Jordan McLaughlin was okay, uh, but I I don't really want to put all my faith in him as the full-time backup point guard. Um, so having Ricky Rubio coming off the bench, I assume he's coming off the bench is going to be really nice for the team. <laughs> you assume wrong, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Hell, if he starts, I'll be happy too. I mean, I think that yeah. he is more than capable of being a starting point guard and d can slide over to the two, no problem. Um, and then Jaden McDaniels at 28, you know, I was, I was kind of hoping they would draft him at 17. I think he's really good. I mean, he's a five-star recruit. 6'9", 200 pounds, he can handle, he can shoot, he can rebound, he plays good defense when he's engaged um i mean he definitely has all the physical tools to be like a really really good defender
1: um
2: so the up wait Um, has he
1: proposed to multiple women or or how many women is he engaged to chilling
2: uh you know four five six whatever (laughs) Um, he does have braces though adult braces kind of weird uh but Hmm. i don't i mean at least he doesn't have kid braces right like that's better (laughs) (laughs) yeah he did get the adult sized ones thank you (laughs) (laughs) um but uh he's got crazy amounts of upside i don't think he's nba ready now he probably will spend most of this year in the g league but like if he puts it all together he is i I equated him i wrote an article uh, a few days back like he's basically our michael porter jr so like the hope is he puts the pieces together and becomes one of our best players um that's his like ultimate high upside more likely, he'll probably be a, <laughs> a fringe rotation player. Uh, but the potential is there. Um, and Bomaro, drafts and stash, he probably won't come over for a couple of years. Uh, but a 6'8", can handle the ball, can pass. Um, kind of started out playing point guard, but then he kept growing. And so now he's more of a wing, small forward type. Um, yep. he, he's really he's really interesting. I, don't, I haven't watched that much film on him, but from the few highlight packages I've watched... He's pretty exciting. Um, So all in all, I think like they, they did a really good job this draft and Rosas, What he did is he bought himself some time because like Timberwolves fans love Ricky Rubio. And I think there's a lot of Timberwolves fans who are expecting the team to be good this year and want the team to be good this year. And for the team to make the playoffs, which I think is like the chances are super slim with Houston and golden state and OKC taking steps back. Our chances are increased, but, like, I don't know. It's going to be tough for the Wolves to make the playoffs. And so, by, like, bringing in this, like, hometown hero, by by drafting three young, exciting players, he's bought himself some time to really, like, build out this roster in his vision and, like, create a good winning team. Um, he, like, all his moves, I, like, I trust the shit out of him. I think he's amazing.
1: He seems like a good, f- f- from my outsider perspective, he seems like... A GM that at least understands how kind of draft and develop, you know, team building works. Uh, I know it seems like he has kind of an archetype of like useful skill set, right? Because like he added Malik Beasley for you guys at the deadline last year. Mm-hmm. He seems like he has a good, at least somewhat, somewhat of an idea of like what what is useful and and like the guys he's signing at least are tradable contracts, right? It's not just these Tibbs favorites or whatever. It's 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 people the other people. <laughs> Players the the league would desire to, I think. So it's, I think he's doing a good job. Uh, Bill Cat Cat Edwards and deloading, like you could do a worse core than that. Uh, and they oh yeah, fit definitely, too. Definitely
2: mm-hmm.
0: Like they make sense, which I think is a good thing. Um, just like a, we have a ball hand, primary ball handler, secondary ball handler who can, you know, I mean, the problem is he can't really defend, but he's he's that like he's that like three position, and then and then Cat in the middle. So it made sense to pick him. I, I what did you think about him versus LaMelo? Well, so
2: I think, I think LaMelo has obviously the higher upside. I mean like the, the things he can do on a basketball court are like insane. <laughs> the passes he right. makes and, and the confidence that he plays with and, and the way that he, you can tell he like really th- thinks the game, you know, you know, mm. in a, in a way that Anthony Edwards just doesn't. Um, but, LaMelo is, um, how do I put this lightly, a freak, Um, like, (laughs) personality-wise. He's, like, not normal. And Anthony Edwards is just, like, a really kind, nice, normal guy, which I think the Timberwolves are, like, desperately in need of. Because, like, as much as I love Carl, he is just, like, a little bit odd, you know? Like, yeah there's just like some inaccessibility to him and Edwards is going to come in and he's already like, I've already fallen in love with him through his interviews. And there's this Mm. video of him. Mm. um, There's this video of him where they're trying, it's like guess the nineties and they're showing all these draftees, Things from the '90s and having them guess, and they show him a picture of the mask. Jim carries the mask, hmm. and they're like, "What's this guy's name?" And he goes, uh, "Mr. Applehead. I don't know." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh,
0: so, Chilanga. Oh wait, hold yeah. on, hold on. I was gonna, I was gonna do this first because I, I'm sure Jesse's waiting for the other shoe to drop. <laughs> Jesse, you can actually go ahead, go ahead. But I'm sure he's waiting for the Chalanga, other shoe there, to drop. Like I at least kinda, acknowledge it.
3: There has been a lot, a lot posted in our chat recently one mm-hmm. picture about an, ed- an interview with Anthony Edwards, where he said he didn't love basketball. And it has been okay. since decided by our chat that he is bad for the locker room and will not fit in with that. Other guys. Is not <laughs> <true>. <laughs> ice, I, so in, in ice, context, ice hates the pick. Ice, ice is, ice hates I don't the pick. hate the pick. Hold on. Hold he on, never on. Let me, okay. I,
0: I regret <laughs> turning it over to Jesse. So, <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. I don't hate the pick. I didn't, I didn't like the draft overall, I, and I, I do think that meaning the 2020
1: Andrew, draft. It's not not mm-hmm, the Wolves mm-hmm. draft, just like the, dra- the, the draft. The players, the, itself. Like, the yeah, players, players in this draft players. class. Um, uh, yeah, I didn't like the Wolves
0: draft class. I I, I, I didn't <laughs> like the draft overall, and I didn't like the Wolves draft class. I think oh, oh I think uh, I think Anthony Edwards is the best option that we had there, just because like the chances of him and Lamelo panning out either one. Pretty similar, I would say. Mm-hmm. So at least take the athletic freak, who's who's at least maybe his jump shot doesn't look like he learned it when he was nine years old because that's exactly <laughs> what happened with the mellow ball. Um, yeah, <laughs> but no, uh, because actually, yeah, you can't you can't push the you can't sh- shoot a normal jump shot and he never fixed it because his dad forced him into basketball at like ten. But uh, mm-hmm. so so you might as well take the guy with the whatever. Um, but I didn't. I, I am. I you can tell me why I'm wrong, but I am concerned about the idea that he maybe just doesn't really like basketball that much. And I know you don't get to be as good as he is without at least putting in work, but I do Mm -hmm. think I'm concerned about our team's mental toughness. And Mm -hmm. to me, at least mental toughness does not, he doesn't scream mental toughness to me. So
2: yeah, I hear you. I hear you. So I I guess first I should say my my ideal situation for the Wolves was uh, if they were going to be able to, figure out a way to trade down <laughs> to get Isaac Okoro. Isaac, Okoro is my absolute favorite player in this draft class. I think that he is going to be brilliant. Um, I think that his shooting woes are overblown. Uh, I think that he can pass, he can dribble. He's a freak athlete. And, like, he he shoots not that well, but that's fixable. I, I compare him a lot to Jimmy Butler, just, like, the way that they play the game, whatever. Okoro would was, like, my... Uh, my crown jewel. I would have loved mm. if the Wolves would have gotten a coral. Um, Anthony Edwards is, to me, the next best thing because the, the, athleticism, the athleticism is there. And I think there's been a lot of like comparing to Andrew Wiggins in the way that he's this athletic freak who is disengaged from the game. Um, Andrew Wiggins is like 6'7, 198 pounds. Anthony Edwards is 6'6, 230, 230 pounds. pounds. He is He's a big boy. 18. And he's only 18? Or... Yeah, he just turned <laughs> yeah. nineteen in August. So he's young, young. He's gonna get to three hundred wow. by the time he's twenty-five. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's certainly on that project. He's gonna be seven foot five, three hundred pounds, <laughs> and a fucking point guard by the time he's twenty-five. Um no, but I, I just think that, like, the worst that could happen is that he is a scorer who doesn't pass the ball or defend right. that that much, which to me is not that bad. Like, if he ends up just being, like, a six-man scorer energy type, like, that's great. Lamelo's worst thing that could happen is, like, <laughs> so much worse. Lamelo's floor is, yeah. <laughs> like, out like, of the league. Yeah. yeah, I mean. That's I could, not good. He plays in a crazy way. Like, the, you know, yeah. the, the shots And Not he to was mention, making, it's just like, what the hell are you him, doing? Dude? Him
1: going to Charlotte, like, I oh, could see God. LaMelo working if you had like two or three legit options around him. But if he's just going to be the guy, like, mm-hmm. yikes, Charlotte. Um, I, I think, jumping off this, Wiggins, I, I think the lazy take in draft analysis lately has been, like, the, the Wiggins comp, like, oh, this guy's just right. an athlete. Like, there's plenty of good athletes that are good at basketball. Ben Brr. Simmons is a great athlete. Donovan Mitchell's a good athlete. Darren Fox is a good... Like, being athletic doesn't mean you're just going to be a bust. I, I, I've, I've been kind of frustrated that every prospect that is heralded as maybe not being completely polished on offense. Mm-hmm. And, you know, with the tools to get better just becomes a Wiggins. Because I think... I don't know if you guys would... Like cop to this, but for my impression is Wiggins. It's mostly like a like. I just don't think he's ever wanted it as much. It felt like basketball. I, I guess this is segueing into what yeah, I was going to say. About, it yikes. felt like
0: what? It felt like he liked football better than basketball. He could never really get into basketball. Oh my god!
1: Yikes! So we came think, full circle. But Anthony, I don't know. I think he has more of a tough... and like you said, he's just more man. imposing. Like Wiggins has always just been scrawny. So. There's well, I think I think the
2: big thing too, whether whether or not Anthony Edwards cares that much about basketball, which I think that what what I really think about Anthony Edwards is that he needs some media training because he's not yeah, he's yeah. not articulate at all. He like has a really hard time talking in front of a camera. Um, or in yeah. front of a microphone and so I, I think we 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 need to pump the brakes a little bit about like construing the things that he says in interviews the wrong way cuz he just, like, oh, just brutal good take
3: i like that <laughs> take brutally
2: honest <laughs> um but I, the difference between him and Wiggins is that anthony edwards like wants to win he wants to kick your ass he said i like football better because in football you can like kick someone's ass and then spike the ball or like like (laughs) like like dance on them them. you know (laughs) what i mean and you can't do that in basketball i'm like oh this guy wants to he's out for blood (laughs) Yeah, he he wants to win and he doesn't Mm -hmm. just want to win he wants to embarrass you while he wins which is something the wolves don't have like who's doing that on the wolves no like no one we like we have a, a like a bunch of very like Even heel nice guys. And Anthony Edwards is like, he strikes me as like a nice guy off the court. But when he's on the court, he plays with like ferocity and intensity that I think is going to translate well into this
1: league. This is gonna be a. You, you just gotta get him with Malik Beasley a little bit, you know. Bring some, bring oh. some. Guns, guns, oh, that's too, too, too dark. <laughs> bleep, bleep, bleep that, um, out, bleep, bleep that, out. Bleep that <laughs> out. No, I don't
0: think most people know what you're talking about, so I think yeah. we're all right. But uh, I mean, we have to acknowledge that anyway. But we'll, we'll talk about the moves in a sec. I just want to say one more thing about. So, Please. so Anthony Edwards. I, I think I agree with Kai a lot on the on the comparisons being lazy. I think you can call anyone who yeah like underperformed as a good athlete in Andrew Wiggins who plays a wing um, Anthony Edwards can dribble the ball Andrew Wiggins can, could not ever dribble the ball <laughs> never he still probably can't really dribble the ball um, and so I, I think that's a big difference and I also I, I saw an article about how Anthony Edwards I think his his rebounds and assists versus Andrew Wiggins rebounds and assists were just like way different. And that was one of the biggest issues and still is with Andrew Wiggins is he doesn't he doesn't get rebounds, he doesn't get assists. And that's when you're like, okay, well you're you're six eight man. Where are the rebounds? You know and like so so I those concerns are very different. And so I think you know like Anthony Edwards can't doesn't have the jump shot quite yet. Neither did Andrew Wiggins. Those are fair comparisons. And he might not have the motivation but it's not exactly the same. So I I agree with mm-hmm. that. I uh but I, I guess moving forward, getting to what Kai was kinda of mentioning. Wow. Uh we we also signed Malik Beasley. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um One show. and, and we yeah, we signed Wancho. We'd made some other moves, like minor moves, like we got Ed Davis and stuff. Um did I miss anything?
1: Wait, did they did they not get Paul Millsap ice? I know you posted you seen No oh, no he went no. somewhere else. We wanted him. It, so felt, it
2: felt like we there was a chance that we could get Millsap. Like once all those yes. power forwards started <laughs> signing with the other teams, I was like, oh snap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. um, that just feels like a subreddit just goes like, well, well this guy's good and you know we got a little bit of money. like he could maybe and it's just mm-hmm. like like, not, like those guys either just want rings or money although somehow mm-hmm. Denver gave him like both like he he got like a decent deal I was anyway and, one year yeah, and you know. they gave him a ring part of the deal too <laughs> if you like it and you and you got to put a Well,
0: that goes back to the engaged. He's engaged Mm -hmm. too. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Can I just finish? Can
3: I actually finish up one thing on Anthony Edwards here? Quick. I didn't get to finish off my final statements. I just want to say, close your eyes for a moment and picture an NBA small forward. You're probably picturing a six foot eight, 240 pound behemoth with length and athleticism. You're probably picturing a player who can shoot, pass, dribble, and defend the other team's best wing. A player who can rebound and get out of transition. A player who can attack the basket and throw down nasty dunks. But unfortunately, you're picturing LeBron James. That's just oh, plagiarism. God bless America. Wow. Wow. Dirty wow. roll. Please read Shalanga Langison's article beautiful. on zonecoverage.com. <laughs> mm hmm.
1: <laughs> Chalanga, Chalanga, what's your Twitter? Can, can we shameless plug your Twitter
2: uh, on? <laughs> yeah, my Twitter is at Chalangason. That's C-H-E-L-A-N-G-A-S-O-N. Combination of my first and last name. Did
0: he Did he cut out during that for you guys? Just a second. I think he too? got it. C H E. No, he did He was spelling it. That's <laughs> right when he was spelling it. Oh, no.
2: C-H-E-L-A-N-G-A-S-O-N. Combination of my first it and is. last name. Ooh.
3: We li- we like Thanks that. for the plug, to too. I appreciate that. Dude, I I uh, read this whole thing while we podcast because I'm very focused when we podcast. And uh, <laughs> it's, it's really well written, man. I love your comments on like how like you comp everything, right? Sorry not to bring us back to this, but I do actually love that your comments on like everyone just like, well, who's going to guard LeBron? And you're just like, you know what? No one can guard LeBron. So let's not focus nah, the whole he's, NBA he's... roster on that.
2: That's really smart. Yeah. You you want to try to figure out who's going to guard the best player ever? <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, like, they seem like a good team, but
3: there's no LeBron on them. Shut up.
0: <laughs> I love the part, especially when you were talking about how Anthony Edwards is very similar to Andrew Wiggins, uh, and how we should draft Alex or whatever Pukashevsky. That was I like that part. Too. I think
2: you're misconstruing so. my comments, much like you misconstrued <laughs> Anthony Edwards' comments about. <laughs> but, you
3: know. I deserve that. All right. So, Chelanga, was there uh-huh. any move that you wanted badly that we did not do? Anything that was on your
2: radar that uh, did not um, work out? Yeah, I was kind of I was kind of watching the power forwards go off the board and like we talked about mm-hmm. I was I was really hoping that maybe Millsap his like I I wasn't I didn't think that we could just like get him. I was <laughs> hoping that his his market would dry up. Um what? but once once Jeremy Grant went to Detroit, that was pretty much it for that hope. Um
1: so De- Detroit is a good segue for our, for our, whatever our next segment is, but I don't I don't know when we have to have an ad break, but but uh well, we got to finish out the wolves well, here. Yeah. So, in conclude, I guess let me just say, as a as a Milwaukee sports fan from from the outside looking in, I, I really always have felt a kinship with wolves fans. I, you know, I, I, and Jesse don't believe me that a Wisconsin sports fan could not hate Minnesota sports, but I really feel like both small midwestern markets, both mm-hmm. franchises that are often very inept. Both have had some really amazing history uh, and, and a lot of <laughs> sadness in between, <laughs> um, and I, I guess I've just always felt like the Wolves have such a cool team to build around with Cat, mm-hmm. and now with Deloading. like I I, I want you guys like because because the thing is, you probably have a window starting in two or three years, LeBron and Steph's window as like their window kind of fades. Mm-hmm. Then then like who's the new West, right? It's just like Denver and maybe like the Suns, but i mean yeah. I, I don't
2: know I, I'm, I'm excited for you guys um yeah i'm excited too i one of my main concerns, and this has kind of been bubbling up is that i'm not sure Ryan Saunders is the coach to do that um, I, I, yeah I, that might be might be fair I, I want to give him a chance and an opportunity because like he hasn't really had a full normal season to like see out his vision. Uh, whether it's because of mad roster turnover or taking over in the middle of the season or a pandemic, whatever. Um, so we don't really know, but I, I, I'm just not I'm not impressed with the way that he's using Carl Anthony Towns. I think that, like, Carl's skill set uh, opens the door to a lot of creativity and, like, he, he can do so much more than he's been asked to do. Um, so what, what I really hope this season is that we, we see Carl's game expand the ball in his hands more often I want to see him bring the ball up the floor because I think that he yeah like I think he that's totally in his bag and and for some reason he just will not do it I don't know if it's coaching or if he just doesn't want to or what but I'd like to see Towns He he's not quite Jokic but he's got a lot of the Jokic uh skill set that he could put on display that he hasn't yet so that's like one piece that like could really get me excited about this next season
3: telling a good Can I ask you one thing at the end here? I I was very Because, like, we didn't really bring up Saunders much in our discussions or anything. Mm I, like, I mean, maybe this is dumb. Maybe it's not. If his last name wasn't Saunders, would he be our coach? Uh, No. That's what, okay, that's what I thought. I wanted to make sure. And that's what always bugs me is, like, not to, like, say it's purely because of that. But I just feel like whenever, like, you hire someone because of ties to an organization, I just don't, just feels like maybe they're not the best person for the job then, right?
2: Well, it's it's the same thing as the Ricky Rubio thing, right? Mm. Like Minnesota. John Hollinger said this on the the Hollinger and Duncan show uh, the other day. I don't know if you guys listen to that podcast. It's a good podcast. We don't
0: we don't plug other podcasts, um, okay. so please don't. Sorry, do that. sorry.
2: We'll bleep it. I just want we'll to make it. sure that I'm I'm not. It's I'm, not an original <laughs> idea, but the, he said that the Timberwolves lead the league in sentimentality, which is like is so true. That's funny. And, and like I don't mind it because I'm a f- sentimental, nostalgic. Mm-hmm. You know, sucker. <laughs> um, but uh it, it doesn't necessarily lead to winning, and it doesn't. It surely doesn't lead to yeah. titles. To be um, fair,
3: like the our best year in the past fourteen was when we had Tom Thibodeau running things, and I don't associate him with sentimentality. So maybe that is no. fair.
2: <laughs> See, I would take I would take thirty wins and like good vibes over Tibbs a hundred times.
0: <laughs> <laughs> A, a, real, a couple quick hitters. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't even think about them. Just I answer won't. them. Wolves' starting lineup this year. Uh, the beginning of the
2: season, it's going to be Delo Beasley, Akogi, uh Hernan Gomez, and Towns. But I think uh, Edwards is going to take the line, uh, the small forward position throughout the year. And Lehman has a chance Sweet. to be the starting power forward as well.
0: Ooh. I like that idea. Uh,
2: how many
1: wins? Uh, Over, give him an over-under. Ice. Give him an over-under.
0: Over under seventy two wins. Okay,
2: well. <laughs> Definitely under seventy two. Um, <laughs> if, if this was an eighty two game season, I would probably put them around thirty six. But I haven't really taken stock of the whole West. Um, that feels like a, like a safe sure. spot for them. Um, with seventy two games, I mean what thirty six times seventy two divided by eighty two, whatever it is. Um, it's thirty six still. What what, yeah. what, what
1: what does that equate? Is it what's that like? Is that like a ten seed? <laughs> Nine. Seed. Um,
2: yeah, it's probably a nine or ten seed. I think like their absolute peak would probably be forty four wins, um, but that like a lot would have on to be right
0: Yeah, for that right. still forty two at, at seventy seven. And last one, last one, most handsome on the wolves. Oh,
2: that's fun. Anthony Edwards is really handsome now that he's joined the team. There's only yeah, one
0: correct answer
2: um, though. You, but, you guys are But it's. Uh,
0: no, I wasn't fishing for Rubio. I'm. I actually feel like. I gonna, yeah, I, say, I don't think Ruby, he is the Ru- most. Handsome. Rubio
2: is very handsome. Rubio was more uh, more handsome like two years ago. He he's kind of like <laughs> done some different stuff with his face. I don't like it. He's um, in a grungy face?
3: <laughs> yeah, he's kind of. A grungy he face. what? He punched himself <laughs> repeatedly in the face? What do you mean he
2: did something new with his face? Although I, I'll say this, I'll say this. Yeah, he. I, you didn't hear what happened to his face in, in Utah? <laughs> <laughs> Those Mormons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they messed him up. Um, <laughs> But I actually think D-Lo, just because he's also got that mad fashion sense.
0: Um, I like
1: it. He's, he's very dressed for success. Yeah.
0: And then my last question, Nazri. Uh,
2: I don't know if he's gonna cut it. I don't know. I like him,
0: but the right answer was Nazri. So <laughs> my bad. <laughs> um, all right. Well, we will be back for one more little segment here after this. Bye. Sponsored oh now we're skipping it it. we're skipping it well yeah here's naz
1: oh well i was just gonna say uh, are you looking for a job on the minnesota timberwolves is your last name saunders well you can if if not stop applying right now better luck next franchise
0: nice nice got him real good (laughs) got him real good (laughs) (laughs) all right Oh, he's in the Thanks. chat. Oh, Brian. big time.
1: <laughs> yep. right. yep. this, has been, this has been brought to you by. Uh, who's your old owner? Who's that old, old old guy?
0: Glenn Taylor, baby. That that guy. Mm-hmm. Br- brought to you by Glenn Taylor. For baby. now.
3: Yep.
1: Ooh. Oh. Yeah. You know,
3: honestly, maybe our podcast should be the wolves. They're on the market. Oh, I mean, no. our advertisement, right? You can buy them. You know, just hit them up. Uh, <laughs> also, like the links, and you're good. Those are I the like two that. big things. Do you have to mm. buy them together? Is that how it works? It is. That was, a, that was actually one of my favorite things about Glenn Taylor. Is He said that he's only going to sell to someone who is oh, committed yeah. and dedicated to also growing the Lynx franchise. Which I was like, all right. I like it. All right. I can respect that.
0: Uh, did we lose someone, it looks like? We lost Kai, but he'll find his way back. Can, he, can, <laughs> can the does. Wolves
2: just hire uh, uh, Cheryl Reeve as our coach now? Mm. Like, can I like that?
0: Please, a great oh, take. Becky Hammond or something like that. Oh my God, I'm rooting for her so bad. Yeah, I oh like my it. God,
2: I'm. I, I really want her to take over the Spurs. I think that would. I be, like, it. like that would be the best thing that the NBA could do. Um, I feel
0: like a sick timeline would be. I don't think she hasn't. Lindsey Whalen hasn't been very good as the Gophers coach, has she?
2: Because that would be a
0: sweet timeline.
2: At a moment, they've had moments. But
0: I also feel like they had a moment where their best player got really mad and then left. uh yeah, they did
3: <laughs> <laughs> We don't talk about that moment ice
0: The wolves have never had that moment, so uh, anyway, let's go on to this last segment what's uh what do we got
1: we 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 got two little two little segments here. This segment is called Better or Forgetter." <laughs> so are these teams better? Or or should you just say forget her to these teams? So I'm I'm gonna give each of you a team. I'm gonna lay out kind of what their transactions have been this off season, and you're gonna tell me are they better off now, or should they, should they just kind of pack pack it home, pack it in, and they they don't even know where to begin? Um, so let's see, Jesse, I have got a team oh, for no. you, near and dear to your heart, if you're <laughs> familiar, but, all
3: right. I um, know a lot, so get ready for facts, figures, right. and data. So
1: Jesse, Jesse, your your team. Uh, the Detroit Pistons this year, you sent out Ooh. Luke Kennard, Christian Wood, Tony Snell, Justin Patton, Bruce Brown, Kyrie Thomas. But in their place, you brought in Mason Plumlee, Jeremy Grant, DeLon Wright, Jaleel Okafor, Josh Jackson, and probably at least three other big men. So <laughs> where where are you with Detroit? Are, are you guys better off? Hmm.
3: It's a great question. I Googled <laughs> Detroit Pistons. Are we good now? And the top <laughs> article is titled the Detroit Pistons will not be the worst team in the NBA next season. That was a top article. Ooh. So I'm leaning well, towards we're better. Cause
0: uh, they last season?
3: you know what? This is my segment ice. So uh, when it's your turn, you can say, I would say that of those guys that you listed off Kai, I knew very little of them. And of the guys who came in, I knew an equally small amount. So, I mean, my honest <laughs> objective take is that none of it really matters. I think they were a bad team before, and they didn't do anything to not be a bad team now. And, like, I guess if we're going to think about moving from, like, the, you know, the 12th seed to the ninth seed as being progress or vice versa, but I feel like that's just, you know, splitting hairs. So, my honest take is they are not making playoffs. They did not make playoffs next last year. They didn't do much, like, I think moving up or down two spots really matter yeah so so nothing nothing super exciting happened in my mind then again i didn't know half the players you said so i'm not the expert. <laughs> <laughs> there
1: you go that's my segment that, that's fair i yeah i mean does anyone else want to weigh in because I, I really have no idea what the hell they're thinking like i just don't quite get it it seems like they they took some good players on denver and then just like a bunch of other fringe roster guys and kind of like, this is our team. <laughs> like building around Blake with big guys. I don't,
2: I don't really get don't what get they're it. doing either. Oh, I will say there was a report that there was a possible sign and trade for Blake Griffin mm-hmm. in play, which would have been super tight. If Blake, it was yep. to yep. the nuggets for Jeremy mm-hmm. Grant and, uh. Mason Plumlee, which See, that would have made some sense. Yeah, right? that would have made a ton of sense. Um, I don't know if <laughs> if that was like real or it fell through or what that was. Um, but I think they did get better. <laughs> like they they signed some <laughs> NBA players, but I don't I don't. <laughs> I don't know where they're headed. That's that's my man. The money. bar is so low at that point.
3: They signed actual
2: NBA players.
3: Uh, they drafted guys who played in college too. So, you know, here we go.
0: Spin <laughs> it back. I'm gonna say forgetter. They have too many big big men. Too scary. Forgetter. Yeah. Forgetter. Uh, all right. All right.
3: Fair. Good pick, um, good team, Kai.
1: Yeah. I, I for you, um, I'm gonna give you a franchise that maybe I think the answer is going to be clear, but I want you to kind of rate where you actually see them in like the whole NBA landscape landscape coming up. So, the team I have for you Ice is Atlanta. And they 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 lost Vince Carter to retirement and they they I think they cut Dwayne Dedmon, stretched they did something with Dwayne Dedmon. Traded him.
2: Totally and remember. now
1: they've added Gallinari, Rajon Rondo, Chris Dunn, Tony Snell. Uh, the number six overall pick who had a really heartwarming. St- I can't remember his name. Someone was uh, the flower guy.
2: Onyeka Okangu. Oh yeah. Yes. A mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: really easy guy to root for, and probably not not legally yet, but probably Bogdan Bogdanovich. The Kings, I think, still have twenty four hours to match that offer sheet. But, um, they they've added a lot of offensive firepower. But, what where, what where, where, what are you thinking, Ice? Better forgetter, and, and where are you going from there? I am
0: confused. I'll say here's here's the question: Is cap space better than poorly used cap space? <laughs> is that? I think that's the question, right? So the Hawks have added in this in this era of small ball, um, the opposite of that. It would be like if you started like pick like a small ball center is like PJ Tucker. It would be like you start Onyeka Okungu at like shooting guard. That's like the answer. And right. he's a six nine like bruiser. Um, they have all the big boys, and they they, have they, Clint
1: they Capella too, right? They have
0: John Collins. But they already people were already confused because they had John Collins, who was a young promising center, and they traded for Clint Capella last year. And people were like, "I mean, sure, whatever. I don't really get it, but okay." And now they added another guy who is he profiles as a center, um, and, and 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 Onyeka Okungo, um, And it just doesn't make a whole lot of sense. So I'm going to go ahead and say they are obviously better, right? Danilo Gallinari should also probably play the four um, at least half the time. I would say on on a like a championship roster, which this is not. Um, But uh, yeah, I I mean, they're they're going to win. Just
1: crushed with that news. Yeah, sorry. I mean, they're going
0: to win more games. I I don't like it, but (laughs) they're going to win more games. So it's, it's they're better. There you go.
1: That's fair. do Do you have, do you think they can make, sneak? I mean, it is the East. Do you think they could squeak into the playoffs in the East?
0: Oh yeah, yeah. That eight seed is. I mean, we were talking about it. That eight seed is like the Magic right now, right? They can <laughs> they could definitely get in there, unless the Magic get home field unfair home field advantage again.
1: <laughs> yeah, I feel like they're 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 not equipped to because their backcourt is going to be Bogdanovich and Trey Young. So like, you, that team can score, but they can't guard anyone, and then. Like I'm trying to think of which wings they have. Like I know they have Cam Reddit. They have Kevin
0: oh. Kevin Herter's actually. Kevin good. Herter's
1: good. Actually, they should start hurt. Why are they getting Bogdanovich? They don't really need it. Oh, right, Atlanta, you confound me. I have, I don't. I, <laughs> like you said, they're they're just taking up cap space. I suppose it's just filler guys until like they have to pay Trey Young and everything. But um, weird. Okay, uh, Chalanga, for you, yeah. I've got. I, you know, I felt like we catered to some smaller markets, but I, I have a big market team for for Che. Oh hell yes! Okay, so Che, this team lost two-time NBA champion John Rondo, two, mm. one-time NBA champion Dwight Howard, three-time NBA <laughs> champion Danny Green, and uh, Avery Bradley. But they brought in Dennis Schroeder, West Matthews, and Montrez Harrell. Did did the Lakers get better? Or so they forget it. Um, okay,
2: so Danny Green sucked in the playoffs last year. He was horrible. He, I, I swear he missed every shot that I watched him take. I, I don't, I don't know what happened to him, but he just like and and that's in the bubble where Marcus Smart
1: was hitting threes
2: and Danny Green couldn't hit a three. That was crazy.
1: Um, what? The man's play give him a break. The man's played in like seven of the last nine finals. The only man who's played in more <laughs> finals has been LeBron. Also, just yeah, tired. He,
3: all I heard is he missed He's every shot you
2: watched. It feels like this is your fault, Chilango. <laughs> you know I was I was honestly thinking <laughs> that. I was watching the finals. I was like, <laughs> am I doing this right now? <laughs> is, is this my fault? Um, no, nah, but I I I was a little confused by the Lakers at first, but I think they I think they actually got better at least for the regular season. And I think that's all they really need. They got Harrell and, and Schroeder, whose pick and roll will be, like, a beautiful facsimile of Lou Williams and Harrell's pick and roll. And that will, like, just, like, lead to a lot of wins during the regular season, take a lot off of LeBron's shoulders and AD's shoulders, because you know LeBron's going to be resting hella this season. Mm-hmm. Um, yep, yep. So that, that, that's really nice. They got Marcus And I think, like, Gasol, Harrell is a significant upgrade over JaVale and Dwight, even though like their defense last year was really good. I think a lot of that was actually due to LeBron and AD. So I think that that like stat is inflated by having two of the greatest defenders ever on the team. Um, so I think overall they got better. I, I think Carroll we'll will see how he, how he does in the playoffs. He was really bad in the playoffs last year. He did have COVID. So I will give him that. He was recovering from that during the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, I would rather have Rondo in a playoff series than Dennis Schroeder. But I, I think, like, he's going to help so much in the regular season that they got better.
1: Yeah, I th- I think that's a fair, fair assessment. Thank you. Yeah, because I think they basically plugged – they at least were very self-aware that what their holes were, right? Like, Rajon mm-hmm. Rondo, playmaking slash a point guard. So Schroeder comes in. Mm-hmm. Uh, Danny Green, something for Wes Matthews, who's uh, – frankly – West oh, Matthews is yeah, Wes underrated defender.
2: Too.
1: Oh yeah, that's dope. That's great. I'm, I'm sad as a Bucks fan. I, I, it hurts to see West go. He was by far our best mm-hmm. uh, perimeter defender last year. And then yeah, Harrell. I mean, I I don't think Harold's really that much of a downgrade from Dwight. Like at the end of the day, like if if you're playing them big minutes in the playoffs, you're probably in trouble. But he he can give you minutes and Gasol. That's interesting, right? Because like yeah. he he didn't look good in the bubble. But if they can get him right. I mean, he's he's good, man. That's like a luxury. I, I'm jealous that they just continue to find ways to add talent. Um,
2: well, and and Gasol doesn't need to do much for them because, like, really, their best center is Anthony Davis. They just can't play him at center all season, and so they just right. need to, you know patchwork, patchwork those minutes until crunch time, and then they run with their lineup of LeBron
1: and AD and three wings, and that's like unstoppable, right? LeBron, AD, and, th- and three bodies. the Three puppies. Yeah, LeBron. I mean, three
2: bodies that can knock down shots
1: and it's over. Like, that's it, you know? Right. Okay. Well, that those are the teams I have for better or forgetter. And the last segment, which I guess is kind of just expanding on this segment. So the West playoff picture, to me, beyond the Lakers and Clippers, pro- Clippers probably staying good and the Lakers staying good. I feel like the West has had a lot of movement and, could, as per usual, could be very highly competitive. There are three teams in the West that I think have such a range of outcomes for them them uh, entering this season. So these three teams are the Portland Trailblazers, the Golden State Warriors, and the Phoenix Suns. And I was curious if we go around, where would you rank these teams in order of where you think they will finish in the West this year? And I, oh. um, so I guess for me, maybe to start, I really think I'm buying stock in Portland. Uh, which which feels <laughs> feels iffy, um, but this this is a team that was two years ago in the Western Conference Finals. <clears throat> I think they have Dame is on is near Steph Curry level, and it, and we don't know what Steph is going to look like coming off of this injury. And I guess I know Dame got hurt in the bubble too, uh, but I like that they added Robert Covington. Um, I just think I could see the Blazers being like a four or five seed more so than I could see. Phoenix is going to be good, but I don't know if Chris Paul is quite enough to push them up. You know, Devin Booker. We, I I, want to be proven. You know, have it be proven to me with my eyes. And I saw, I saw Devin in the book. But can't talk. Devin in the Booker. Devin in the Booker. (laughs) Devin in the bubble was unreal, but is Devin in the real life? You know, is that just the Orlando bump for Devin? So I'm curious to see what it's like. So I think if I had to rank them, I'd probably go Blazers, Warriors, Suns. Um, But it it is, I think it could be any number of different outcomes there.
2: For me, I, uh, I think the Blazers got way better. I, I think the Blazers like, so last year they had five players. Rodney Hood got hurt, and Nurkic was hurt. So in the regular season, they pretty much had to ride with Dame Lillard, Gary Trent, Mello, and Hassan Whiteside, uh, who is currently still not signed. In the free agent summer where all these centers are getting hella money, Hassan Whiteside is not signed. Um, they've added uh, Rodney Hood will be back. They added Covington. They added Ennis Kanter, who was amazing for them two years ago. Uh, they've added like, Oh, and Derek Jones Jr. As well from the Miami heat, mm, uh, the high flyer, the high dunk, flyer. dunk contest champ. Yes. Um, so what they've added is a lot of versi- uh, versatility and just like a lot more options. Uh, so they can adjust the way they play against different teams. I think that was like a really big problem from the, for them last year. They like really were limited in how they could play. So I, I, I have a lot of faith in them. I think they're rising. I think they look like the third or fourth best team in the West right now. Um, and if things go really well, I, I, they could, you know, easily be better than the Clippers in the regular season. I think just because of the amount of resting mm-hmm. that Paul George and, and uh, Kawhi do. Um, mm-hmm. As far as the Suns, I have them as a playoff lock. I think, I think that they finally put the pieces together in the bubble. And um, just remind me, when's the last time that Chris Paul missed the playoffs? Anybody know? Anybody know? I want to say 2021, but. Oh damn. (laughs) Damn, I love it. I love it. Mm -hmm. I'm a big Chris Paul. I'm a sucker for Chris Paul, though. Like that's fair. I, I love the shit out of Chris Paul. Um, I got I got faith in the Suns. I think they're a playoff box. I think the Warriors are out of the playoffs. Um, I had them last year before the season started. I said that the Warriors were gonna be one of the worst teams in the league. And I was right. Um they're really just like one Steph Curry injury away from being really bad. I've watched Andrew Wiggins play a lot of games and I can confirm that he is not good and does not lead to winning Kelly Oubre super unproven. He puts up a lot of points, but I I think he's got that same Kansas small forward problem that Andrew Wiggins has where they can put up points, but they can't really contribute to winning. Uh, So if if Steph Curry can't play like 75% of the games, I think
1: that the Warriors are out of the playoffs. Intr- wow. Do, so, do you do you attribute that all to Clay? like if Clay had been healthy, were they a playoff team to you? Oh, yeah, oh, for
2: sure. Yeah, Clay. I mean,
1: Clay is a Hall of Famer,
2: <laughs> you know, Steph is a Hall of Famer. Dre is also a Hall of Famer, but Dre would not be a Hall of Famer if he was not on this Warriors team. I like, I believe that 100%. We, we, we agree wholeheartedly, yeah. Okay, I don't cool, think there's cool. any, I'm glad, I'm glad that you guys agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Um yeah. so yeah, I mean if, if Steph gets hurt just like last year, uh uh-uh, uh, they're out of the playoffs. All right.
3: Justin, are you still a Warriors handle? No, 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 it's about to be the reverse here. Uh I'll go I'll go next. Okay. So Kai, you said Dame's almost at a what level?
1: Uh what what did I say? Superstar Hall of Fame? No,
3: you said Steph about. level. So I think oh. When you're comparing Ooh. someone as almost being as good as someone else, and the someone else is in the conversation, I, I'm gonna take that someone else. You know what I'm saying? Because Steph's <laughs> already at a Steph level, so he doesn't need to go anywhere. Nah, I'm just giving you crap. I'm I am I'm gonna be a Warriors truther. I was a Warriors hater because I always hate the best teams, right? And now they're the underdogs again. I hate so. draft and develop. They're so the underdogs teams again with lovable players. <laughs> All right, they're the underdogs Monster. again. So I'm gonna take. I'm going to take the Warriors one because I think that is still an insane coaching staff. I do not think they wanted to win last year for the majority of it. You know, I don't think that was their goal. I think they now have still Steph. I think he's still amazing. I do think that, uh, yeah, everyone else in this chat laugh at me or, or this podcast. I think that there is something there left for Wiggins. I think obviously it's not much, but I think if anyone can do it, it is the Golden State system and it is the Golden State coaching staff. So I do still think there's potential for Wiggins. I think Steph is Steph. I think that they are just a smart, well-run organization. So I'm going to trust them. Uh, if we're talking about trust, I'll probably put the Suns at three because I also trust them to not make the playoffs. I've trusted them to do that for a very long time. And they've held through with me for a very long time to not make the playoffs. I wa- I want to be very clear. I want them to. I think they're fun. I think they're young. I think the bubble was amazing. I also think... Uh, The thing that I utter all the time that these guys hate sample size eight games is great eight games eight games in an environment that's not going to be I mean, semi replicated without fans this year for sure but just an entirely different thing happened in the bubble than what the NBA is in my mind. So I'm gonna put Suns at three. I'm gonna put Blazers at two. I'm gonna put Warriors at one. And I realize that like it's probably not the smartest because uh,
2: Chalenga said other things and he's smarter. But that's what I'm gonna go with. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm not. I, I'm definitely not the smartest person ever. I will say this though. I think that the Suns have more good players than the Oklahoma City Thunder had last year. And the and Thunder were what seven? seed? they were the sixth. Seed, oh, sixth actually. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, so I'll, I'm just putting that out there. I'm a I'm a Suns believer. Um <laughs>
0: and I'm gonna come at you with my I have mine here too. I'm gonna I'm gonna put the suns this is a little hotter than the take probably. The sun is be, pretty hot, ice, So bring it. Not. Let's I am nice. There you go. This is a blazing <laughs> well not Dante's you know Inferno I mean. takes I'm gonna put the Suns at oh! one. I'm gonna put the Suns at one because I don't actually think that's gonna happen, but I want I want it to happen. And I also like I am buying that sample size. I get that it's a small sample size. I'm gonna buy it because I think I don't know. I think I think what we saw combined with the addition of the maybe the best point guard of all time who has proven already that he's not past his prime. I mean, he's past his prime, but he's not he's still like 90% of prime Chris Paul, right? And I'll take that every day. And I don't even like Chris Paul, but I like he's so good. So I'll go with I'll take I mean it's we got Chris Paul, we got Devin Booker, we got young the guy who is literally taking over i mean there are a lot of, there are a few people taking over luka but in the best draft in quite a while we have the number 1 pick who is getting better and better every year <laughs> That's a i weird mean if the roster make but <laughs> Oh, yeah no i mean that was terrible but can
2: you, can but, you imagine but, Devin booker and luka in the same team oh, That's, oh my God. saucy That's over. Oh my God. saucy
0: <laughs> oh, but I do awesome. think that, that DeAndre Ayton is, is going to be, I mean, he has the tools to be like a 20 and 10 guy. Um, so, you know, I mean, Chris Paul fills their roster like holes, I would say, like he plays defense, you know, their roster makes sense. Uh, their draft pick wasn't super great, but this uh, is a team that apparently is trying to win now. So let's get it right. I, I love it. I, I And then I'll put, uh, we might as well keep it hot. I'll put the uh, the Warriors at two and the Blazers at three. Not that I don't think the Blazers are going to be good, but I, I I do like the I don't know I think Steph Steph is a top what five player in the league. So I'll just gamble on the top five. Player yeah, just in the so, so we're
3: clear, Chris Paul is apparently the greatest point guard of all time, but Steph is also playing basketball at the same time at the same position. But yeah, yeah, yeah sure. No, no, Chris <laughs> Paul is the one in this conversation who should be regarded as the greatest point guard of all time. No, no, definitely on the same page there, Ice same page actually you know so as
0: i was saying that i have the the i have the rams yeah. bucks game on and as i was saying that a tweet from magic johnson came up on the screen it was not it, it was not related he you, right? to what he's i was just, saying yeah, but that would have wild <laughs> on national television magic johnson says i heard that i know who said that um Chris, I, well
2: i will just say let's just all look inside our hearts and ask ourselves when was the last time steph curry was a top five player in the nba Ooh, Ooh, okay. Two yeah, years MVP, ago, probably? 2017? 2014-15, right? That's was, that was,
0: those were his back-to-backs, or was he 15 16 mm-hmm. It's been a while, yeah. And he's not young. Wardell is 32. If we want
3: to keep doing this, let's all think thing that you do with Chris Paul. Let's all think about how many times as many rings he has. Oh, over a billion times as many rings as Chris Paul. Because a billion times zero is still more than zero. No. no. But whatever. <laughs> you know,
2: when it comes to being mm-hmm. in the playoffs, I'll take mm-hmm. Steph Curry. But when it comes to getting to the playoffs, I got Chris Paul. Yeah, mm. I guess this Fair. was
3: this was a regular season ranking. That's 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 a good point. And you know, no no one performs like you know, no one performs in the playoffs. Oh my God, sentences just end the podcast. God, I
0: can't do this.
3: These words are so hard.
0: I got my last thing on that. I got Kelly Oubre as my most improved player this oh, year. Uh, but we'll we'll do that Ooh, another time. We'll I do love that, that, that
2: Kelly Oubre com- combo.
3: Oh, let, let's. He's... I think we should do it. What is, I mean, now we're not ready. What's everyone's hottest take for this oh, no. coming NBA season? Oh. I'll do that one. Oh, Kelly my. Ubre, MIP. Um, I'll, I'll go next. I think I'm going to say, same vein, just gross, but I, based off what I've said so far, i got to stick with it. I'm going to say, uh, "Old Wiggy makes an all-star game. <laughs> Get ready, baby. Get ready. <laughs> Ooh, saucy! <laughs> so now, I, I think if ice, ice and Ice both come true,
0: the Warriors looking good. The Suns, the Suns finishing at the top of that is definitely a hotter take. So I'll stick with that as my hottest take. How about that?
1: Give yeah, me, give me, with, uh... Uh, maybe... no, oh? go for it. No, go ahead.
2: Oh me? I was just gonna say I'm gonna stick with uh, that. Uh, the uh, Warriors will not make the playoffs. That's a good one.
1: That's give give me, give me. Uh, Portland goes back to the Western Conference Finals. I don't know if that's scorching, Ooh, but yes. it's it's, it's sort that. of hot. It is good. Yeah, give it to me.
3: At least one person will die trying to get around a screen in New Orleans. Now that they have uh, Stephen Adams and uh, Zion. Yeah. Zion. Oh my those God! Those screens. Boys. Those screens are going to be just crushing. Re- and, really oh. doing
1: anything against <laughs> trying <laughs> to reach. Is- thick
3: boys in new orleans i'm I'm so excited for that
0: man this is gonna be this is gonna be a cursed segment of the pod when someone actually dies on the court because of a screen set by stephen their (laughs)
2: neck breaks or whatever that would be yeah oh
3: my
0: god jesty what is Man, million
3: dollar baby but in the nfl they just fall backwards and someone threw a chair onto the court (laughs) 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 we've all been there
2: all right. I think that's
3: about we, enough. We'd we cool. like to thank Chalanga
1: for coming on the pod today, man. It was, it was great to yeah, have yeah. you. Yeah, that was
2: awesome. Don't forget to read me at ZoneCoverage.com. Mm-hmm. You can find my articles mm-hmm. up. Um, I also want to shout out my guy, Dylan Carlson. He'll be up on Thursday. He's joining Zone Coverage Network as Ooh. well.
1: Big time. Um, coast to coast. Listen
2: to the Coast to Coast NBA podcast. Follow us, CNBpod, uh on Twitter and uh, Debate Instagram. Debate down with me.
1: it's Let's do it. Mm-hmm. We're here yes. for
2: Yes. Um, we yes. Will, we will fight. Dylan hates Bogdan. I'm I'm a Bogdan fan, but Dylan really, really hates Bogdan. Um, he, he just thinks he's really overrated. Uh, anyway, follow us on Instagram. Follow me on Twitter, uh, uh, Chalanguson, like I said before. Costa uh, costas Costas cool. at Instagram.com. Uh, <laughs> and Thanks for having
0: me on. You, all right. Fun. For sure. That was man. awesome.
3: If any listeners are wondering when wait, we are is- uh, going on a Chalinga's pod, they are a real pod, so we will not be joining. So, <laughs> yes. don't don't wait for that episode. Uh, <laughs> Do not wait for that
0: episode. We were just This isn't a home-and-home. Home. This is not a home-and-home, home. Jason, because a came yeah, on this here. This is like, an teach us, instructional so pod. It, so. <laughs> I
2: will just say, we were just looking at our numbers and uh, our latest pod had 30
0: listens. So we're really legit. Right? oh that's <laughs> approximately double what we have. All so right, well, let's get we'll, it.
2: We'll definitely get you on soon. Um let's do it. I would love to have <laughs> that, that is you not on. what I meant about. That. <laughs> oh, we weren't joking.
0: Yeah, we were not
2: joking. <laughs> no, no, no. I want I want you as on this was really fun. So let's it do it soon. Fun, I think we don't have a we don't have a topic next week, so let's do it. Ooh. <laughs> that's All the fun to allow. Yeah, honestly, next <laughs>
3: probably we're we gonna do. So if you guys want to come on, you guys can come on.
0: <laughs> All right, much love, uh, much love. Uh, <laughs> hey, thanks, boys. Roger.